Welcome back to The Look and Sound of Leadership, an ongoing series of executive coaching tips designed to help you be perceived in the workplace the way you want to be perceived. I'm Tom Henschel, your executive coach, and today we're talking about gravitas. Shelley had no choice about being coached. Her boss made it clear she was getting a coach and the coach was going to be me. Often that dynamic makes for a very difficult beginning, but Shelley was eager. She knew she'd dug herself into a hole, and she was hoping I'd help her climb out. At our first meeting, she told me the same story I'd already heard from other sources. It went like this. As vice president of North American Services, Shelley led a large team. She was fiercely loyal to them. Some said overly loyal. So she was devastated when six months earlier, Alan, one of her direct reports, went to HR and complained about her. To make matters worse, Joyce, Shelley's HR person, delivered the bad news with all the finesse of a wrecking ball. Joyce was emotional, and she used the language of blame and shame. Not surprisingly, Shelley reacted with emotion of her own. Shouting and tears ensued. During the following months, Shelley was wildly off-balance. Some days she'd called meetings with her team to probe for feedback. Other days she'd corner colleagues in the cafeteria and emotionally recount how she'd been victimized. Her team and her peers began to avoid her, and not surprisingly, her performance, which had been stellar, declined. Consciously, she knew she had to get back to her old self, but her wounds were so raw she couldn't. When she heard she was getting a coach, she was relieved. At our first meeting... It took Shelley over an hour to recount the whole story to me, blow by painful blow. When she was finally done, she looked at me and she asked, So what do you think? Well, I'm sorry that happened to you, Shelley. It sounds lousy. Well, it was, she agreed fervently. But what about my part of it? I said, quite neutrally, It sounds like you took it all very personally. Well, yeah, it was personal. Alan complained about me. It doesn't get more personal than that. And Joyce attacked me. She wouldn't have treated another VP like that. That was completely personal. Hold on, Shelley, I said. Can I make this about chess? Chess? I don't play chess. (laughs) Well, I don't play chess either, Shelley, but I want to give you an image, can I? Okay, she said with some suspicion. Shelley, every day that you come to work, You're standing on an enormous chessboard. You're just one piece on the board. Other people are on the board, too. Alan is on the board, and so are your other direct reports, and your boss, and Joyce, and her boss, and the senior execs. They're all on the board. Are you with me so far? Yeah, she said. I could tell she was beginning to see the picture that I was painting. So one day, Alan goes to HR to complain about you. That's not about you. It's just his move on the chessboard. That's the best he can play the game. Okay, your move. How do you want to play the game? She was silent, and I continued. Another day, Joyce comes in and hammers you. That's her move on the chessboard. That's the best she can play the game. Oh, well, your move. How do you want to play the game? She smiled the tiniest bit and then said, I've been running around knocking over a lot of pieces on the board, haven't I? So I hear, I said, smiling back. But you didn't always, did you? No, I didn't. 
All those attacks really shook my confidence. And then, because you were knocking over all those pieces, your reputation took a hit. Oh, that's what really upsets me, she said. How do I get that back? I told her that reputation and confidence are two components of a larger leadership attribute, gravitas, and that gravitas is a component of an even larger leadership attribute, executive presence. I told her I'd like to help her regain her confidence and her reputation by focusing on her gravitas. She was willing, and she asked, Can you define gravitas? Well, to me, I said, gravitas is credibility that goes beyond titles. You have gravitas when you project confidence and authority. I asked her to begin observing people through the lens of gravitas. Who did she think had it? Who didn't? And why? After about a month, she said people displayed gravitas when they were thoughtful and emotionally stable. I told her those weren't the only behaviors that display gravitas, but they were great ones for her to focus on. As she continued to focus on gravitas, she began to be more thoughtful and emotionally stable. By the time our coaching ended, Shelley's confidence had been restored, and her reputation was mostly repaired. Three months later, she was promoted from head of North American services to the head of global services. What had been a big job became enormous. I didn't hear from Shelley for almost a year, but when I did, I could hear all the old emotion in her voice. Over the phone, she told me that just the day before, her boss had told her that three of her 27 countries were now going to report to him. This makes no sense, Tom, she said furiously. It's going to screw up all the work I've done to standardize the services and streamline the procedures. This is going to be a train wreck. I agreed that her boss's action seemed bizarre. I asked her, so what have you done? Nothing, she said. I called you, hoping you'd talk me off the ledge. No flaming emails? No, she said, calming down. No storming down to his office? Hey, Tom, come on. It's just chess. I laughed out loud when I heard that, and I shouted, Bravo! I congratulated her for not falling back into old patterns. During the next months, Shelley was, to all outward appearances, unruffled, thoughtful, and strategic. For nine months, she played chess, and she got her organization back to some semblance of order. Through it all, she never lost her gravitas. Lousy things happen to all of us in the workplace, and because we put so much of ourselves into our work, it's understandable that those lousy things often feel very personal. But, of course, they're not. They're just chess. When lousy things happen to you, how do you want to play the game? With confidence? I hope so. And are you able to maintain your reputation? I hope so. If you'd like to dig a little deeper into gravitas, I want to point you to a white paper called Executive Presence. It was published in 2012 by Sylvia Ann Hewitt and her team at the Center for Talent Innovation. Their research 
found that executive presence is made up of three attributes. In ascending order of importance, they are appearance, communication, and most importantly, gravitas. In the paper, they identify six attributes that make up gravitas, and two of them are confidence and reputation. You can purchase the entire 100-page study for $20 online. The organization is the Center for Talent Innovation. Their website is www.worklifepolicy.org. When you get to their homepage, select Research and Publications. Scroll down until you see the red graphic for the Executive Presence paper. As I've talked about Gravitas here, it relates directly to a popular executive coaching tip from June 2010 called Don't Take It Personally. Now, why does it relate? Because the instant you take someone else's move on the chessboard personally, you've most likely lost your Gravitas. And you must have Gravitas if you're going to achieve the look and sound of leadership. If you'd like to develop your gravitas, four other podcasts you might listen to, in addition to Don't Take It Personally, are Be Impeccable With Your Word, Self-Awareness and Self-Management, Self-Knowledge as Leadership, and Leadership and Self-Deception. Each of those podcasts, and all our others, can be found on the Essential Communications website, EssentialCom. Dot com. That's EssentialCom with two M's dot com. From our homepage, click the navigation button marked Coaching Tips. That'll take you to a free archive of over a hundred podcasts. When you're there, you can search the archive by categories that interest you, and one of the categories is Executive Presence. There are more than 60 tips in that category to help you develop your executive presence. From our website, you can also download every tip as a PDF to save for yourself or forward to others. Our podcasts are also available through iTunes. Just search for The Look and Sound of Leadership. Until next time, I'm Tom Henschel. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>